regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Sean. Okay. Who'd like to intro? Not me. I've had too much drink. I think Matt's the one. People love one to hear Matt. I can do it. I can do it. I haven't been on for a while. Do, how do we do this again? <laughs> okay, so, it's so the Matt same hasn't been on week. for a while. It's the same Matt hasn't every been week. on for a while. So Matt, Matt, okay, we'll tell you how to do it. Okay. So start off saying, hello and welcome to Regular Features. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. Uh, it's a podcast that's the same every week. Podcast that's the same every week. I'm Matt Lee's your name. I'm Matt Lee's your name. And I'm joined by some of my best friends in the joined... world, especially Log, who is honestly the only person I really like. And I'm joined by some of my best friends, including Log, who is honestly one of the only people I like. And some dickhead with a moustache. And also some dickhead with a moustache. Okay. Don't okay, so talk now just, of that, Gab's that, not now even just, Now just do... Okay. Now just... Okay, <laughs> Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every week. My name is Matt Lees, your name, and I'm joined by John Blythe. Uh, honestly, one of the greatest people in the world, one of the only people I actually like. Yeah, buddy. And also uh, by this twat with a moustache. Hello, I'm Joe. Joe Scrabbles, who I love too. I'm, I'm sorry he was like that to you, Joe, because oh, no. I think you're wonderful. In fact, you're my favourite. You're the only one I really like in the podcast. Oh, thanks, man. So um, so what have you got tonight, Joe or Matt? Whatever you want. Okay, you really lost faith in Matt being the host halfway through this, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd throw him under the bus and then steal it. Steal the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this week... I don't think we need to beat around the bush. I've got Plemons, 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 and not a lot else. I, uh, however, am getting absolutely fed up with this novel coronavirus, and it's really starting to freak out my, freak out my, I'm twisting my Plemons, man. And so I'm going to finally do something about it to just make things a little bit less frightening for everybody. Whereas I have tried to hide from the terrifying real world by soaking my nuts in big boys. Um, that's, all I, that's all I can do. When, when the world gets too much, retreat into a fantasy world where the boys are big. And that's it. And the, and the bigs are boys. <laughs> <laughs> when life gives you plebans, immerse yourself in a fictional world of big boys. And I do f- apologise that I've never heard of Jesse Plemons before. He's going to be fuming. He's going to be livid. I just assumed it was a joke name because it sounds like one. And I think that's what drew you to the fucking feature. He's going to be listening to the podcast while he has his morning walk. And he's going to be trying to laugh, but he's just going to have his teeth gritted. And he's going to be fucking livid. (laughs) That's how he'll sound when he's trying to laugh through gritted teeth. And it will be (laughs) horrible. And really convincing. Oh, let's have a fucking feature. Oh, what is your fucking feature? Just give me a fucking feature. Please tell me your fucking feature. Oh, regular features, regular features. Here's one now. Jesse Plemons. Jesse yeah. Plemons. I'll say. Jesse. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Jack Lemon. Plemons. Jesse Lon. Plemons. Is this your feature? J. Is this a, is this a code we have to crack? <laughs> J. Lon Plemons. J. L. Plemons. 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 I think. Plemons. I think Plemons ple- ple- is, is an abbreviation ple- of pleasurable lemons, isn't it? We all love Jesse Plemons. I liked it when he was shot in Fargo. 
I liked it when he killed a kid <laughs> in in the other program that everyone remembers mm. him in. But what about when he was shot in Game Night? Also good. And then there was when he avoided being shot, but then got strangled in Breaking Bad. Wow. I've seen all of these things, and I never knew the name Jesse Plemons. Wow. <laughs> That's Plemons, baby. That's Plemons. <laughs> Disguise. Plemons for pudding, breakfast, and dinner. Jesse. Jesse Plemons. It made me so happy when I discovered after watching the uh, second season of Fargo, which I maintain is probably the best piece of TV mm-hmm. ever made. Very good. Um, that he's actually married to Kirsten Dunst in real life. Yeah. They're a married couple in the show and they are brilliant. And the fact they're really married in real life made me really happy. If in I like a kind of like, yeah. If I recall Rekleklek. Oh my they, God, he's actually real. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I thought you were just both pretending to be in on something I wasn't and I was getting frantic. No, it's there. a real man. I believe they acted together as a married couple so well that they became married. Yeah, I think that's what happened. It was like they woke up one day and it was like, it's method, isn't it? It's what happens sometimes. It's why, um, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, you can't have him near milkshakes or oil refineries because he'll kill a a preacher. He'll kill Uh, a preacher and become incredibly successful. Yeah, they get in too deep. And then it's like, well, they did a really good job. But they're never going to (laughs) stop. They're never going to stop. Marrying Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Frankly, that's fair. If you go halfway towards marrying Kirsten Dunst by acting like you are, you might as well be married and have two children. One of whom is called Ennis. I found out. Ennis well, go- Penis Lemons. <laughs> yes. Ennis Plemons. <laughs> let's go. Know, I am watching <laughs> a Ennis lot. Plemons. Ennis Plemons. Ennis Lemons. Sir. <laughs> so thirsty, and I know they don't <laughs> quench you have it. Ennis Lemons. <laughs> Please. Look, did you just say you're watching clips of Plemons while we're talking about Plemons? No, no, I Googled it, and um, I've now been faced with a wall of Plemons, all of which have made me feel very different things. He's got such a range of faces, from heartwarming to adorable to, oh my God, he's going to bite me. Mm. And do you know is why it? that is? It's because he's Cause such he's an accomplished the... actor with an, <laughs> a an big, big backstory. Face. <laughs> he acted himself into being married to Kirsten Dunst. He's incredible. You don't get taught that at fucking RADA. You have to do your extra work. His sphere of acting made the the vicar in that scene actually endorsed by God and yep. made the marriage happen. Correct. Born in 1988, <laughs> Plemons became a child actor really quick and did a great job on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, in an iconic role as Bigger Kid. And the singer Cisco, most famous for his song, The Thong Song, and its tie-in merchandise, a thong called The Song Thong, was in the same episode, which is real, playing a vampire called Vladimir Kortensky, which is also real. And he immediately spotted the raw talent of a Plemons. Cisco had Plemons promoted from child actor to adult actor, whereupon he grew several feet, both in height and feet. After having the extra <laughs> actual feet taken off by a boneman, he became known for his performance as Landry Clark in Friday Night Lights, the television show about boys knocking into one another physically and emotionally. The show was unfortunately cancelled in 2011 when people suddenly questioned whether Landry Clark is as good a name as Jesse Plemons, and it wasn't. 
Thankfully, 2011 was the start for Replemon. His career has gone from strength to strength, including several major roles where Plemons has been shot and killed, while also becoming the subject of Beyoncé's smash hit concept album about nice boys with big cheeks, Plemonade. <laughs> but the question remains, what is a Plemon? And how did Jesse get one stuck at the end of his name? What there is up, s- Plemon? That's like, what's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> <laughs> what is up, Plemon? <laughs> there are what's the several... fucking deal with Mr. Grape? Hey? <laughs> eh? Anyone know what the beef is with that fucking grape? <laughs> there are several popular theories as to the origin of the name. Origin 1. When life gives you blooranges, make a Plemon. <laughs> <laughs> The story goes that Isaac Bloringes arrived at Ellis Island on a boat from Dover in 1846. <laughs> a small holding farmer in England, Bloringes had been swayed by pamphleteers who had told him that America would make a working man like him rich and also that trombones could be played as loudly as you wanted in America because there was so much space in between all the houses. That night, Bloringes packed his trombone and left for the New World. Upon arriving, Bloringes found that he had been tricked. His trombone was spotted by a gang of street toughs who stole it and parped it into the immigrant's face until he fainted and then stuffed him in a packing crate bound for the newly formed state of Florida. Bloringes awoke a week later all alone and with no trombone. Thankfully, he was found by a kindly man who offered him a fresh Florida orange as a sustenance. Inspiration struck and soon after, Bloringes Oranges became America's number one brand for an orange. That was until a rogue lemon was found in one of those net bags that's only used for fruit. The law came down hard on Bloringes, who was forced to rebrand his businesses as Bloringes Oranges parentheses and possibly lemons. The lengthy name caused people to shorten it to things like (laughs) Blororanges. (laughs) And, yes... Lemons for possibly lemons. It's possible that Bloringes subsequently had an illegitimate child who was named Plemons as an oblique reference to the wealthy Bloringes that disowned them. And the proof? Jesse Plemons is afraid of trombones. Origin <laughs> <That's>... 2. <laughs> no, you let that one fucking sink in for a while. No, nope, that trombone move reveal on. was something big. <laughs> when we did have. Plorangers uh, arriving on the boat and Plemons. I was, I was immediately thinking of you know Animal Crossing dialogue that I was skipping through. Frankly, <laughs> it's Mister <laughs> Plorangers. I have brought a trombone. Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, I, yeah, beaten up very badly. Yeah, yeah. Out of the Plemons. Like <laughs> Just give me a fossil and fuck off. <laughs> I'd like to meet a race of Final Fantasy characters that just says dot 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 blur oranges <laughs> at the end of every sentence. They say. <laughs> Origin 2. 24-hour Plemons people. It's 1931. The swinging 30s. Men smoke cigars the shape of flamingos. Women wear dresses made of iron. Both genders mix on a single day of the week and do a dance called the kettle jump, and it's pretty saucy stuff. Cut to the French northwestern town of Le Mans. It's race day, and when I say day, I do mean day. It's the 24-hour race in Le Mans, and all the guys in town have put on their roundest helmets and jumped into their longest, thinnest cars. 
to put their engines to the test in the world's best race for testing who got the most petrol in their engine. The man with a whistle blows three times to simulate the three beeps before the race starts in Mario Kart. He does it on a whistle because beeps haven't been invented yet. But wait, did you hear that? <coughs> Someone coughed just in between whistle beep 2 and whistle beep 3. That cough was the starter pistol for a very different kind of race. A race of inflammatory symptoms across the lungs of the world's best racers in the world's roundest helmets in the world's longest thinnest cars in Le Mans. Over the next 24 hours, 400 race car drivers develop pleurisy, which is when your lungs swell up like a bag for life full of loose milk. Detractors would go on to describe the 1931 race as the Pleurisy Le Mans, or Plumont for short. Off. Some say that an infant Jesse was found abandoned in the footwell of an Alfa Romeo 6C 1750SS that day and was named Plemons as some kind of hilarious joke. But wouldn't that make him 89 years old, I hear you say? Look closely at Plemons today. Maybe. That's Origin 2. That's that's two of the pictures he did look that old. Exactly. He's, he's, he's a great such, actor. He's got such range. He's either acting old or acting young. That's the thing about Plamont that we but can't never work out. acting Plemons. Never. The true Plemons is always smothered with acting. <laughs> and the third and final possible orange for Plemons. Orange, origin for Plemons. Orange in. He's got an orange in. Wow. Oranges in stories. Is titled <laughs> The Fart Family. The first recorded. The, what? The, the Fart Family. The Fart clarify. Family. Oh, very good, very good. The first recorded usage of Plemons as a surname actually comes from the Doomsday Book. A rare deviation into Old English from the usual Latin used in the tome, a section introduces the family Plemons, who are described as farmers of yucky wheat. It continues. <laughs> The a bag wheat. of wheat. <laughs> it continues. <laughs> the wheat is yucky because it is short like a fowler rice caused by shocking... Uh, sorry, caused by nature of the family Plemons doing long farts into buckets of the wheat to cause shocking. This section I hereby tie <laughs> a bag of yucky wheat to our Lord Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what loafs were baked that what, year. What big <laughs> yucky, yucky. fart loafs. This section of the book became something of a cause célèbre in 11th century England, and the Plemons clan were reportedly invited to court to demonstrate their wheat bucket farting to King William. William reportedly mm. asked the family why they were called Plemons, and their answer was that it's the sound it makes when your naked asshole farts into a load of wheat. Plemons. <laughs> oh, yours was more of a whistling, sexy fart. Mine was more like... But <laughs> <laughs> We all need to have a go at how we think it would sound. Yeah, Log has a greater range in terms of fart noises, as we know. I've got He's basically the most accomplished fart actor in the world. He's an expert. People, you, you wouldn't be able to know it was me on stage as I stood behind no. someone's and put my mouth next to their ass and went... <laughs> when they get you into the sound booth, when they get you in the booth for the recording, mm. they don't even need to ask. You're, you're giving every fart they ask for. 
in a variety of different tones, motivations, and styles. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's very rare. Yeah, exactly. Like, can we have it? Fart but dull duck. Uh, ducky, yeah. And you're just immediate. But then you give them Goofy as well. You give them Mickey. You give them the full range. <laughs> it's almost, <laughs> it's it's almost much showboating. It's, you're very much the, the John Culshaw of making fart noises and then being on radio <laughs> for. Wow. That was actually a fart that John Colshaw did. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible. That was an impeccable recreation of, a, of impression. A, a John the Impressionist original. Have you got any um, ideas of how John Colshaw got his name? I'd like three scenarios, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you familiar with Le Mans when, Twenty Four? <laughs> when life gives you Blolshaw, <laughs> make a blorange. <laughs> It's a bag of weed For Stephen It's a bag of weed For you Steve It's a bag of weed For Stephen Have this bag of weed I've been a wobbly boy this week Oh I have also been extremely wobbly You've been wobbly have you? I've been wobbly I fucking... Yeah. I, yeah, I've just been, yeah, bad person for three days. <laughs> oh, sorry to well, that. Well, no, I've been as bad as I, as it's within me to be. I'm an excellent person, so bad. My bad is probably you'd aspire to that. <laughs> 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 okay, glad we had this chat. <laughs> uh, do, do you want therapy? Because. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a shame you're having a bad time because I'm I'm great. Uh, hey. <laughs> let's talk a bit about my week. It's less of a downer. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I have I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's noticed about this this thing going around at the moment called a pandemic. And we've all been a bit shocked this week to discover um, out of the blue we've been talking about. Delta. Love Delta. Time. Can't, we're like, I can't oh, live without Delta. Delta. Mm. I'd, I'd hate it. A bit dangerous. But then, fine, get some jabs. Don't worry about Delta. Don't worry about the big D. Let the big D into your life. What's the worst that can happen? Um, and now out of the blue, everyone obviously has been knocked over for six by Omicron. Um, a terrifying word. And just really not what anyone needed right now. The fact that obviously it's also a mutated version of the virus that's potentially more spreadable and could cause a, you know, not disastrous, but unfortunately a pretty consistent amount of trouble. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about any of that. I care about the fact that it sounds like it's Delta, but covered in titanium. Omicron. Yeah. It's, it's a problem, right? And I think this is an issue we've run into. Got nobles on it. Yeah, it's got nobbles on it. But I realize we've we've hit an issue here in the fact that science is basically broken. Science doesn't work anymore. Uh, we need to really restructure how it all works. Because mm-hmm. Are you bringing actually, magic back? Well, maybe we need to bring magic back is the thing. Because what, what's clearly happened here is nobody knows any of the words from the Greek alphabet beyond, like, F, right? And mm-hmm. so... When suddenly we start getting to the later end of the alphabet, people just start using these words. The only places we've ever seen these words used is hacky science fiction writers being like, <laughs> I need a cool word. 
I know. And then just looking <laughs> and being like, oh. I know some secret cool letters words. of this alphabet. It's like, yeah, it's like, look at these cool letters. words. Yeah, they, they, but they basically are secret letters. It's only, like, here's only, a word yeah. that no one's ever heard of. Omicron. We only got cool, as far as Gamma because of the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> and people get so fucking bored, then they just go Alpha to the Omega. They just, they don't even, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Don't fucking worry about the shit in the middle. Yeah, if, the if it is Omega, version of that. if it is the Omega variant that kills it all, that would be really hack on God's part. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> it would be like, oh, grow up. Haven't you fuck, read something else? Yeah. But yeah, it just made me realise that like, because that's the only way we use it, is science uses them to categorise things, and then science fiction has just used it everywhere. It means that now... We've got this really dangerous zone where I think you get to the second half of the Greek alphabet and it all just sounds like Marvel baddies or science fiction viruses. I'm sorry, are you are you redubbing the the second half of the Greek alphabet as the dangerous zone? Because I'm yeah, into I, it. I am. Yeah, I think it's a dangerous zone, and I think that if we're going to go along that that way of thinking, and we're going to dub half of the Greek al- alphabet the dangerous zone. I wonder how safe it is even to be stumbling around in the first half of that alphabet. You know, maybe it's time for us to up up our roots and move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So I've had a a bunch of structural ideas we could use, really, to just improve this. First of all, we need to improve the language factor of it. I was thinking emojis could be a good starting point. So we just go through all the emojis. And obviously we'd still skip them because we don't want to be like, I've given your grandma the eggplant variant. You know, like that's... that's, (laughs) That's not going to happen. But, you know, <laughs> having this, this standard selection of, of things like fireworks and um, uh, tanned man waving, etc. Like mm. People can relate to that and they're not going to have terrifying connotations that have been uh, used by science fiction writers. So that's just my baseline idea. Ooh, I will like say that if you gave the idea of a tanned man waving variant to the UK public, it would create a fucking... Nightmare news cycle for three months. Black so high five. <laughs> <death variant. laughs> All right, listen. It's not a thought I've given any thought. It's a bad idea. Like the bottom line is, I just sorry. I just want to say, as a podcast that is very much on the side of kebabs, you have just you've doomed the kebab sector with that one <laughs> phrase. Like we're they're gone. Tanned man waving variant. <laughs> like that's it for us. <laughs> Don't go in there. There's a tanned man waving. That's how you get real ill. Uh, and the meal, so you've got, you've got this. You have to say this. variant, otherwise it just sounds like you're talking about men. Did I not say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I not say that? That's how the that's how the columnists would get away with it. Oh, did I not say variant at the end? Oh no! It's my first first day as the new health secretary, and I'm really fucking Hancocking it all over the place. Listen, this is like funny tinge on the, the Change UK party all over again. So I think we need a better system, and I don't know what it is, but I think like maybe we just need to ditch the uh, the alphabet. Latin might be a good idea. All the, the only thing that we associate Latin words with is like fucking uh, people being a bit wanky about plants and animals. So I think mm. we'd be safe with that. Um, there's not any dangerous connotations apart from it makes me think of Tories, which is not great. But again, they're already evil in a kind of background noise way. So it's not going to be like, you know, Transformers villain or deadly cybernetic virus. But I have got, I've got a list here because we, <laughs> this, these systems don't work, right? So off the bat, we all know that we have to get rid of this 
this new variant. Um, God. In terms of its name, we just need to rebrand it rapidly, right? We can't have the Omicron going wild. So I just, Even just saying the Omicron is, is out of control is like, it's terrifying. I've, I've just scared myself by saying that. So <laughs> I don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> so I've, I've got some, some suggestions for some new names and, and you guys can pick which one we're going to use. Yes. Upsilon 5, I did it again. Mm-hmm. Upsilon 5, colon, I did it again. And then Grubby Fuck, colon, colon edition. That's, that's colon, yeah, so then the word colon. Goes up your colon, yeah. Yep. Um, Captain Splurp, Omega Gunk, right. Winter Spray, The oh, Snuffle Situation. Yeah, yeah, Winter Spray, I think, is, is like, I think that could really... That sounds like a flavour of... rebrand. I think it's a flavour of Tic Tac that we don't get over here. Yeah, or Doritos. You only get in Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you go on holiday, you're like Eastern. Spr- I mean, I know it's going to taste basically the same, but I better buy it just in case. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine winter spray Tic Tacs are like a light green and a light blue color mixture. Ooh. <laughs> see if we see if we already i feel so much more comfortable i'm like come on let's lick some strangers let's just get let's get involved i'm not, I'm not as long as you've got a mouthful of tic tacs you can breathe anything it's fine yeah. better than five masks it is it is better than five masks <laughs> masks are like well, trying right. to right. keep a, a fart inside your box of tic tacs <laughs> um <laughs> okay uh, we have Mutant Bad Lad 4. Mm. I think maybe we could just then have that and number them beyond that. So it's oh, less yeah. of a surprise. Uh, Devil's Spluff. The South American Fluid Fun Jamboree 2021 edition. Sequences Delight. <laughs> juicy, juicy, juicy. Nasty. And then four exclamation marks. Oh, uh, yeah. Splat Attack. Splat Attack. Lovely. Art attack with Neil Buchanan. Number of exclamation a, marks. A new exclamation mark every time you get a new, more deadly variant. That's good. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Splat attack. S rank. Um, <laughs> the contagion vector. I feel like if Ooh. we're already in the Omicron zone, then we might as well just start combining scientific words together that don't really mean anything. But it also sounds yeah. like a Michael Crichton novel, which sounds exactly. awesome. Right? Like the hunt for red nose... October. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice that we made it festive. Well done, Joe. Yeah, a hunt, a hunt for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Submarine. Um, <laughs> chocolate fox shit up inside of your lungs and your nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's slightly festive. What's Foxes the what's like... that um, acronymized to? C-F-S-U-I-O-Y-L-A-N. Catchy. I'd... Or yeah that, and that's one it. of the symptoms as well which really yeah. helps gb it's how news you feel as well it's like an onomatopoeia thing that's how you how you feel inside when you've got it um i can't believe it's still covid i think that's uh oh now that's what i call covid and then the number of the one yeah. that's now that's that, what oh, i call COVID. we're all used yeah. to those yeah yeah now that's what i call Another a contagious res- disease attacking my <laughs> respiratory system and immune system, and fuck. Um, Chuck it 29. on the pile. Common Cold 2, Electric Boogaloo, Lung Fuck Deluxe, The Tractor Constellation, just thrown in with some fillets, make it like sci fi vibes again. Yeah. With a 
down to earth lick. Do androids dream of electric Kleenex? Cough on my dick while I drink this coffee. Nice. Splutty McPatty. Death Cloud 44. Respiratory Payload Version 69. Guff it up, hoax boys. (laughs) It's lizards. They're all lizards. Jet fuel doesn't melt lungs. Kevin the virus. Greg the virus. Cool Sandra. Covidio killed the radio star, which is unfortunate and, and unexpected because you presume that broadcasting from a sealed room would be relatively safe. Trock pop blubber. <laughs> Covid ninety nine. So it's Covid ninety nine. Yeah, and then in brackets with a flake, please. No, no uh, with, nice. um, with me flaking out from this mortal coil, please. Yeah, the sputum situation. Diamond teardera. Uh, Christmas shingles, <laughs> cough, comma, drops. Yeah, nice. that's very, very ring-a-ring-a-roses there. Like right? it. Yeah. Uh, please respirate and subscribe. Um, yeah. Phantom yeah. Flemis and uh, the lung mucker proxy. So I think, <laughs> I think that any of those would be better. Some of them are more alarming, I know, but at least they're new and they're, fam- they're not familiar in a frightening way. I don't I feel think... like any of those represent robots that might be infiltrating your body and taking over your brain. Well, I like Kevin the virus because I can imagine yeah. Kevin becoming um, sort of, uh, you know, like redone up as like a Guy Fawkes figure in future like a mascot. years. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd be paraded through the streets and yeah. I don't know what we'd do. We'd just... Like burn stick him. loads of real. needles in him. I mean, full it's, of petrol. It's, it's, it's United petrol, Kingdom. Yeah. We we probably have somebody black up and then we burn it. Like yeah. it's, you know, it's we, we we this is what we do. All right, there's it's, no point. There's no point beating around the bush here. What would we do? Look, we if you're not it. from here, that sounds extreme. But actually, if you think about it, it's, it's just a very charming. jolly thing that people do. It's just a very jolly tradition. We're a it's charming country. Anything. We do lots of charming things. <laughs> Would you so, like a cup of tea with that person that we burn? Oh. I like I like um, Kevin the virus. Mm. I do like Kevin the virus because it could be part of the. Um, you could tie it into like the weather forecasts. We could have the weather forecasts and then be like, and finally, the Kevinometer. How, how big today is Kevin? Oh, and then they could have like a three D image of Kevin like floating over like the United Kingdom, and it, to, and it shows you him from the front, the and he's like, oh, he's got an inch taller. And then they sort of slowly spin him round, and they go, "Oh, look, but it's okay. His ass has dropped off." So, um, yes, take do do with that what you will. I just I imagine there's... him as looking like. Um, do you remember Wenlock and Mandeville? Yeah, yeah. I, I like think that. he looks. Fine. I think he looks like them, but stuck together. Like you we just what? reused the old mascot costumes for Wenlock and Mandeville. I think we should do that because the thing is There's a lot of Wenlocks and Mandevilles in a There's a a lot of them knocking about, (laughs) yeah. Like I'm sure there's like factories that just got abandoned because they were like, Oh, I can't even bear to acknowledge how many of these things we've made. So all of everyone just left and locked them up and hope that everyone would just forget about it forever. But if we bring it back then we can we've got the branding opportunity. And we can like, you know, if you have the big 3D thing floating over the map, then we can be like, how big is Kevin today? But let's, you know, they can move the camera down using cool CGI to be like, but how big is the shadow of Kevin across the UK? Oh, Kevin's really close mm. and, and that, so is the sun. The sun's really on Kevin's back today. Exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> and that's also, I think, ties really nicely into the seasonal aspect with the sun being lower. So the shadow of Kevin across the UK is, is more dramatic, causing an increased amount of damage, whereas in the summer, the shadow of Kevin's less an issue. I think, it's, I think the Kevin <laughs> vector is just such a, a more easily understandable um, system. If you're trying to explain, like, biology and viruses and... Just drop a Kevin you know, into a solar system map and move him exactly. around. But if you, you have a big inflatable, inflatable flying man in 3D graphics and just point at that and say, look, forget about all of this, like, uh, fatty membrane stuff. Just look at that. People would get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'd stay inside. They'd stop licking everything. Do you know what's... Oh, God. Stop they licking everything. Yeah, they do. Do you know what stuck with me? I was, Sorry, carry on. TK Maxx. I was in TK Maxx the other day. Everyone had their masks off and they were just licking everything. On the, on the knees and saying, oh, I don't care if I get COVID. And I wouldn't care about it until we had a mascot called Kevin that would help me understand this situation better. So that's... I just remind, anyway. just remind me of that time when I was going through M&S with my dad and my mum was off shopping for whatever it is women do in M&S. I was walking around with dad and I did a little sneeze and a huge loop of snot stretched across. It landed on one dress and made contact with two others. My dad laughed, and we had a lovely time that day. I don't think I could get away with sneezing on three dresses in Marks and Spencers today mm, in the current no, climate. Days. No, I don't no, think I could just unleash loops of snot willy-nilly. I don't think you could either, John. Thank you very much for your call. You're listening to LBC, <laughs> London's biggest conversation. Uh, hello. I used to come around here looking for features. I haven't seen you in a while. Well, it's because I had my feel of features, but I've run out. Do I have any regular features? Oh, I'll just listen to this. Thank you. Well, it's, um... I'm not saying I need to drink to carry on with this, but I do need to... Yeah, you f- you throw yourself around, Joe, mate. Uh, it's it's honestly, I'm, I feel the same way. And to that Not end, enough. I'm just gonna pour myself a drink, and I'm just gonna get someone to fill my chair because I think I'm gonna need to pour myself a very fucking big drink. <coughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Zim Zapatelli Papadopoulos Productions, the global ambassador. For big boys. And you'll be pleased to know that since the last time we spoke, we are fully back in business. It's been, yes. sev- it's been several years of, I'll be honest, fucking about. But I finally not only got me lads back, not only that, I've almost got the ideal number of lads in my travelling troop. That is the ideal number being an amount so bountiful that I can't be asked counting them and if a couple go missing so be it what's that old saying if you love them let them get run over by a 4D co-sport so here we are the constitution has been ratified the big boys (coughs) the big tops back up and we all know the first amendment of big boy club the first amendment of big boy club is it's nice to be nice so put that down (laughs) mind you as tickled as I am having them all back and then some it's not all tambourines and triangles 
Last night, I spent most of the night trying to coax them down off their unicycles after a very loud firework went off outside. But when I held up some treats to Harold, one of the biggest lads, well, he was certainly on the highest unicycle, he overbalanced trying to get his face into my palm, and when he came off, he triggered what I can only describe as a multi-ball jackpot scenario. If you can imagine a pinball table with no hole for any of the bastards to disappear into. <laughs> Luckily, I'd fully velcroed the walls, because this is not my first rodeo. But those moments of absolute chaos, I live for them and I wouldn't have it any other way. And thanks to my wife, Jennifer, 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 sorry, read that again, Jennifer, who's, well, whatever her name is, she's taken a two-week online course in PR, and she's managed to have a few stories placed in the local papers. You know the kind of stuff. Large boy confounds burglar somehow. Dentists hate this vast lad. And also, the Queen's top linguist resigns after failing to adequately describe a big boy. Anyway, with all this new buzz, I've had a lot of people tweeting me pictures of themselves on the dark web and asking, am I a big boy? And a, a better question, and one you should direct to yourself, is do you have big boy energy? Actually, a better question would be, not asking any question at all, because big boys don't tend to say much. But you'll learn that on the induction weekend. But now it's out there, the question's hanging there, and I can't just ignore it. So in order to answer this question you should never have asked, I've got a little multiple choice quiz for you. You too. But first, because big boys are big again, I've got a sponsor now, and I need to play this advert. I'm on one of them posh networks you lot haven't heard of that plays different ads to different regions. Um, I'm not sure how it works, but hopefully they've put the right one in. Oh, maman, je voudrais une tranche de viande. Mais mon cher enfant, la charcuterie est fermée. Mais je dois manger. Si je veux être un grand garçon comme papa. C'est bon, je vais lancer des frisbees au cochon. Quel cochon Le cochon immortel qui habite dans la bibliothèque. <rire> Il pleut de jamais Enfin, j'ai pu goûter le cochon toujours The charcuterie isn't always open, and that's when your municipal library needs an infinite pig that you can attack with frisbees until it rains ham. Apply online. Paid for by the Board of Unending Pork and the Ad Foundation. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> the Acast noise really added to it for me. <laughs> I swear, Earbuzz Premium is a fucking shit show of a podcast network and I am... I fucking gotta get off it. Never mind. They'll give me some money anyway, even if it all is in foreign. Let's get on with the quiz. Do you have big boy energy? Yes or no? Start, start off with question number one. I have just finished brushing your hair. 
do you A, stand up so fast that all the blood rushes to your feet and you take loads of steps sideways, constantly looking like you're going to fall over, but you never fall over, and after 10 miles of sidestepping, you finally enter a disused playground and you topple onto a rusty seesaw and catapult a bird's nest back into the tree that it just that second fell out of just before a fox ate the eggs? Or do you, B, become a creature of pure static electricity, enter a plug socket, and then go inside the television where you bump into the jukebox on happy days? This causes the jukebox to skip to you ain't nothing but a hound dog just as... Richie Cunningham's mum walks in. She thinks it's her new theme tune and tries to play along with it by barking. And everyone is so fucking mortified that they just cancel the show. Which one do you do? A or B? That was such a wash of imagery. (laughs) I feel like I'm underwater. I don't know. For me, it's easy because you're right. It was like being waterboarded with ideas. Throughout the entirety of A, I was there because it is me. It is the life I lead. You've just described my day-to-day existence. So it's a clear A for me. Side-trotting sideways. Yeah. Yeah. On the verge of always feeling like I'm about to fall over, but never falling over. Um, yeah. People catch me at the end of it and think that what I've done is quite balletic, but they've not realised it's me just stopping myself from falling over after literally minutes of walking sideways. People think I've got an imagination, but everything I've just wrote happened to me last week. <laughs> <laughs> this is best on a true story. <laughs> Joe, do you, do you, do you, do you concur? I like happy days. Yeah, but do you want it to end because you mm. got sucked up a fucking sparky pipe? That's a good point. A. Very good. It has been lodged. Lodged? It's been lodged in my paw like a thorn. I, I'm just imagining like the intro to Fargo with it being like big boys. The following story is, is true. <laughs> the names have been changed to protect the identities of the surviving. Of, of me, Zim. <laughs> my my name has been changed to protect me. <laughs> All of the other boys. My name has real. been changed to protect me. <laughs> Question number two. It's time to go to bed. You know it's your bedtime because I've told you that you've decided that you're not tired despite the fact you've been outside all day doing whatever it is you do out there. Do you, A, use your shoe like a grappling hook and swing from the chandelier, releasing at just the right point to fly out the window and into the net that I placed there for this very reason? Or do you, B, hide by bending the light around you, effectively... Walking around the dormitory like a massive magnifying glass. And then you whisper in every other lad's ear. So they start doing it too. And from my point of view, it looks like the room's boiling. And I have to have a little sit down. 
and then you run face first into the fake open door I painted on the wall because I'm always one step ahead of you. <laughs> what do you do? Are you, are you, are you, have you got big boy energy? It's a hundred percent B. Yeah, you know it's B. Again, no imagination here. You saw me and Joe do this just last week. It's yeah. always an arms race with me and you boys. I love it. Yeah. I had to, I had to, <laughs> you learned how to bend light. And in response, I had to learn how to paint a door on the wall. <laughs> in a photorealistic <laughs> manner. She's no mean feat. People don't think about the fact that we all live in one dormitory except for Zim. Including Log, who isn't here, yeah. conveniently, again, because he snuck out of the real door. I am, I am in the dormitory, but you know those nets that keep the balloons in mm. on New Year's Eve? That's, that's, that's my hammock. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you only come down for podcasts and New Year's Eve at 12 o'clock. Begrudging you when they need to use the net for balloons. <laughs> All right, I'm coming down. Some well, sometimes they, I don't. I'm not in control of the venue. They don't know I'm there. Sometimes they have an event where they drop the balloons. <laughs> <laughs> After you have to have a week trying to set it all up again. Question number three: You are standing at one end of a bridge that has been absolutely fucked to bits by Mothra. You absolutely <laughs> need to get across the bridge. Before the voting starts on Eurovision. What's the big plan, lads? Do you, A, write a letter to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, send it back in time so that a hot air balloon with your face on it appears immediately by your side, and I'm there, telling you it's all going to be all right, and your little legs buckle because you're so happy to see me? Or do you, B... Just run forwards and forwards with your eyes closed, thinking about everything in the world that you love. And when you do open your eyes, you're so happy that you're wearing the pack of... Sorry. You're so happy you're wearing that pair of tracksuit bottoms with the lines down the side that I bought you. And every step you take is on a tiny cloud. And suddenly you're home. And you never left. A or B, lads? I, I can't choose. I think there's something about the freedom of A that really, I think, speaks to my big boy energy. That's true. You're in control of your own destiny there, whereas B, maybe the only true freedom is in your mind if you're a big boy and you true. wake up and I'm there stroking your hair. I don't know. <laughs> I can't say for sure. <laughs> All I know is that I fall asleep a lot and I wake up a lot and I'm not sure what's what. <laughs> I honestly I think Zim sounded very uh very affectionate towards his boys in the past, but I've never heard him sound so much in love as he does tonight, Zim. Mm. I like it. Can you feel the Zim tonight? <laughs> so I suppose it now comes down to running the numbers through the machine and finding out whether you are big boys now. And if you answered mostly A, 
you're a big boy. If you answered mostly B, you're just a different kind of big boy. It's, I just love you, but oh, go, go, come in here, come in. I've lifted. Oh, go on, touch me, <laughs> touch my tummy. <laughs> anyway, I've written a thousand words. I've done my bit. Has anyone, has anyone, has anyone got any questions? <laughs> um, Zim, what do you do for Christmas? It's not Christmas yet. I haven't done anything for Christmas. What the fuck no, are you what, talking do, what, about? What, I know. What traditionally, I know. will you do for Christmas? I apologise for misspeaking, Zim. Well, I sit far enough away from the table that I can stomach the proximity of my wife, Jennifer. Jennifer. I, to be honest, her name. You know, when you ask someone a question, but you're not really that interested in the answer. That's yeah. That's. My wife's name to me, I, two syllables in, and I'm just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, are the rumours true that the, the large net that's used to hold the balloons that fall at New Year's um, is actually um, some of the netting which is usually used to contain bags of oranges and is incorrectly and potentially illegally being used outside of that remit? to uh, contain balloons and that you are in fact um, due to receive substantial legal action oh. from the Bloringers family well I can say for a fact from the smell of it it is the netting that is used to contain illegally contain tuna while people stab them with poles and lines so they can say they were caught with pole and line whilst they were held up in a big net with me in there and I've, I've I force their little mouths through the holes so they can get them. I'm not a fan of tuna, and I'll do everything I can to wipe them off the fucking planet. We've got him. We've got him on the record. There you have. We're recording that, John Blythe. We're recording that, and you're live on air. This is London's biggest conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more feature Give it to me Delicious ice cream God, I'm sorry, you were recording From Italy Regular Features That was another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. The podcast that's the same every week. And like every week, at the end, we ask you for money. www.patreon.com slash regular features is where you can stick a couple of coppers in our coffers. Uh, in a, they're in really nice. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> Big old coffers. And they're empty as all bilio. And so if you want to contribute, what, a pound? Is it? No, two pounds an episode these days. Edit. Edit, edit. Two pounds an episode this Never week. suggest one pound is week. adequate. It's not enough. You'll get yourself a sodding bee name. A name. Throw away your human name. Put yeah, it in the you, bin. You don't need it anymore. Bury your human name with mm-hmm. the help of a patented regular features bee name certificate, video certificate. And it will be replaced with a bee name, one fit to enter the hive with. With the Queen's assistant going, I'm entering now, Mr. Stinger. <laughs> Mr. Stinger, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stinger. And if you want to know the sheer level of quality we're working with here at Regular Features oh, on B names, 
We're going to give out four more right now. Beginning with one George Barker. The distinguished, the distinguished gentleman. Actually, I think that's really good. The, <laughs> the dis... Dis- I don't know how you spell that. Distinguerish. Distinguerish. No, it's got to be stingerish, doesn't it? Distinger. It's hard to say. I don't know how you write it. Gentle. Bertie Bassett's licorice stingers. <laughs> Save it up. <laughs> well, that's the next one then, isn't it? <laughs> the distinger-ished gentleman, George Barker. And next, on to Aidan Townsend. Bertie Bassett's pollen Bertie Bassett's pollen bloated ball bag. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, I, I have such fond childhood memories of popping them into my mouth. <laughs> Bertie Bassett's pollen bloated ball bag. And finally, Peter Thompson. Um, freshly minted wings with a Z. <laughs> freshly oh, minted nice. wings with a Z. Yes. I love that. Freshly minted wings. That's so good. Like a like an NFT. Yeah. Yes. Well, really, the B certificates are exactly like NFTs, but with all of the crap things about NFTs just completely stripped away. You get we, something entirely unique that is yours forever, but no, nothing gets for, destroyed for or harmed. Two pounds. <laughs> two pounds. And uh, you can share it as much as you want. And it's definitely yours because it's got your name on it. So, like. You know, you have actually just blown a hole in the whole idea of <laughs> NFTs. I mean, there's no gambling involved in ours. There's no pyramid scheme. There's no ecological damage. It's just a bit of fun and it's and yours. Have you ever seen an NFT where it just says B. Fwellington on it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I have heard. Exactly, right? And has your name on it. So if anyone's like, but do you own that? You're like, yeah, it's got my name on it. <laughs> I can't believe that B. Wellington stuck in your head as the worst B name ever. <laughs> uh, it didn't. I'm looking at honest. I'm looking at the spreadsheet of all the B names we've given, and that's my favourite one. <laughs> Apart from the person who gave us a normal user, like a, a a funny username, and we just called them Jonathan Myers. Fuck <laughs> 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 yeah. I do remember yeah. they've probably been robbed of a B name there. All right, you know what? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> How many Bs are called Jonathan Myers? I think it's an incredibly unique B name. Well, Honestly, there are like... some in here where I would be like, I am immediately unsubscribing from the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that I developed this system and then immediately it was like, Matt, can we do B names that are like 18 words long? And and I had predicted that would happen immediately. So I was I was happy to have known Mainly, let's be real, mainly log for long enough that it's like, you can be like, enter a name into a spreadsheet and suddenly it's like, John, there are 34 words in this name. You can, we haven't, <laughs> you can we put auto-wrap on a cell in Excel. It's fine. We it's haven't true. put on it's last true. week's one that is essentially a full song. It's wow. Just, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, maybe oh, that yeah. would be the, the, the challenge to break the, the, the digital donkey's back. Yeah. Can I'll you? Be, yeah. I'll be Can adding that. Just put an MP3 on a gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sure that I've got sounds like to do that now. That is a hundred percent a Google autofill. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite enough regular features 
Fuck off. And don't come back for at least seven days. Oh, and also there's a Discord you get if you get on the Patreon. Bye. Bye. Hey. Regular Fichero.